0: good morning good afternoon good evening podcasters i'm truly excited on today to talk to you about a new title called stay the course today we're going to be talking about stay the course how many of you have ever found yourself just feeling frustrated just feeling like why do i even want to stick with this when everybody else is doing whatever and they're still getting ahead and I'm doing all this work and it's just a constant uphill battle. Well, I'm here to tell you, don't grow weary in your well-doing. God says you'll reap in due season. Stay the course. I don't know what your battle is, but I'm here to tell you, stay the course. I don't know if you're in a hostile working environment. I don't know if maybe you're in a stale marriage I don't know if your business is going downhill right now. I don't know if you're dealing with rebellious children. I don't know if you're battling with a sin that keeps rearing its ugly head in your life. You know those sins that you think you got under control and then they just keep coming from up under the blood. I don't know what it is. But I'm here to tell you, guess what? Stay the course. Our heavenly father sent his only begotten son to die on the cross and it intersected our lives so that we could stay the course. There's nothing that God hasn't covered under the blood for us and we can stay the course. I'm here to encourage you on today, stay the course. See, Paul taught with the Thessalonians, believers who needed the same type of encouragement and also the Galatian believers. They needed the same exact encouragement that I'm giving you on today. They needed to be told to stay the course. If he told them to stay the course, guess what? This is nothing new to believers, to people who are dealing with life situations. I don't know what your life situation is. I don't know if it's COVID-19. I don't know if you've lost a loved one. I don't know if you have to pay a bill. I don't know what it is, but I do know this. I know if you stay the course, you will reap in due season. I know if you stay the course, you will come out on the other side and you will be blessed. I know if you stay the course, you'll be able to see God bless you in a strong and a mighty way. The scriptures that I'm going to be coming out of today, is actually going to be multiple scriptures, but the one that I'm going to anchor on is going to be second Thessalonians three and 13, and I'll be reading from the NIV version. It reads like this. And that's for you brothers and sisters Never tire of doing what is good. Doesn't that sound awesome? Never tire of doing what is good. Never tire of doing what is good. Some people's uh, Bibles reads like this, be not weary in your well-doing or don't grow weary in your well-doing. I'm going to be the first to tell you this, that there's been times that I have grown a bit weary in my well-doing. I would be a lie to tell you that I didn't. There's times where I've become frustrated. I've become confused and I've often become misunderstood in my well-doing. The scripture rings louder to me now as I've gotten much more mature in the word and much more experienced in understanding that, guess what? The Lord uh, doesn't do anything to me to harm me, but it's to give me a hope in the future. It's to process me for purpose. I understand now that as I've gone through more and more situations, as I've grown deeper in my relationship with God, as I've learned to trust God a little bit more, as my faith has grown in God a little bit more, that, uh, there's no reason to go weary in my well-doing that he's gonna bless me but i definitely can sympathize with uh some of my podcasters who just feel like you know what i'm just not there yet miss colorful day i'm just not there yet right now i feel weary i feel tired i'm dealing with a child that's in prison i'm dealing with a a stressful uh marriage or a stressful partner or a stressful job or a ministry that i'm losing steam in i'm you know i'm the bible study teacher i'm the head evangelist or i might be a pastor and guess what i'm just tired right now. They're burning me out and I don't know if I can keep going and people don't understand that I'm burnt out and I'm putting on a fake smile when I go to church. I'm here to tell you this on today. Stay the course. Stay the course. God has something awesome for you. I need for you to stay the course and be encouraged on today i'm here to speak words to you and life to you you have a purpose someone's being blessed by you and i know you feel like you know what I'm just tired I know that you're tired see Paul when he wrote his letters and he was addressing the Thessalonian believers he was acknowledging the fact that most of them was doing the right thing and maybe my podcasters today maybe most of you fall into that area that Paul was addressing that you're doing the right thing and you you're seeing the other 20 percent who aren't doing their part and you're you're tired because you're having to carry the load but I'm going to tell you something that if you just rest in the cleft of the rock and allow God to renew your mind. I want you to just on today, I want you to just take a moment and do a wusa. What a woosah is, is I want you to take a moment right now. And as I'm ministering to you, I just want you to close your eyes. Don't even look at the scripture. Just close your eyes and allow the word of God to just begin to go from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet and allow the anointing to just begin to have free course over you. It's going to be like a water, a rushing water that just goes from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. And it's just going to wash you, but it's going to rejuvenate you. So that when you begin to rest, whether you take a nap this afternoon, Or you rest this evening, you're going to get up with a renewed sense of love for people because I I, I'm going to challenge you today the reason that some people can run a race and not be as tired as others is because they've learned to love a little bit more see Paul he addressed this in one of his letters he said that uh they they were able to love a little bit more and he he was happy that they were able to persevere they were increasing in love what that means is I want you to I'm challenging you on today is those people that are are challenging you or or getting under your skin or the more you feel tired i want you to ask god to teach you how to love them with a renewed love when your love is renewed it's going to renew your way of thinking it's going to change how you view the situation and then that is what's going to help you to continue to stay the course i know that you can do this because you were assigned to do this who, who's ever listening right now, whatever you're supposed to stay the course to you're ordained to do it no one can do it like you you're fingerprinted for it god has ordained you he's picked you you're specific to do it and we need you to do it and i'm speaking life to you right now so that you can walk upright and that you can do it you will no longer be tired i decree and declare that you will be strengthened and that you will walk and do it in a way that no one else you'll be a fresh refreshing optimism when you walk into the room. That's how awesome you are. And we love you for that. And you can't walk away from this assignment on today. I know that you're tired, but you need to take a time out and just say, you know what, Lord rejuvenate me. Do it now in the name of Jesus. I know it's going to happen for you. I trust God concerning your life. See, Paul's been addressing this, this, uh, area From the beginning of time, he addressed it with the Thessalonian believers. He addressed it with the Galatian believers. He told the Galatian believers that not to grow weary in their well-doing and that they will reap in due season. See, some of us are tired and we're wondering, you know, when are we going to reap? We're looking at the person next to us saying, you know what? I've been running longer than them and they're already reaping. Uh, Problem number one. You don't compare yourself to the person next to you. Paul already addressed that. Matter of fact, Paul addressed that in Galatians 6 and 4. He says, brothers, don't compare yourself to others. And brothers, sisters, what we don't compare ourselves to others. That's a dangerous ground to be on because you're comparing yourself to what chapter in their life? Actually, you don't know. If I'm comparing myself to you, I might be comparing myself to your chapter 10 and I'm on chapter one. So now you've been processed for that purpose and I haven't even been processed yet. I might be at the beginning of the race and you are the way at the end and now I'm trying to compare it. You may have been training for this marathon for five, six years and I just started training and now I'm comparing. You can't do that. It's dangerous. And now I turn around and quit because I'm comparing myself to you. That's a dangerous ground to be on. I must look from the to the hills from which come of my help because my help comes from God. The same place that your help comes from. from he loves all of us. He's a just God, reigns over the just and the unjust. So I want you to stay focused on running your race in your lane and staying your course. Understanding that God has a perfect plan, divinely orchestrated for you from the very beginning of the time when you were in your mother's womb, he knows every hair on your head. He created a plan designed specifically for you in this whole don't grow weary in your well-doing. You have to remember that as God's orchestrating this and taking you through the process, You don't become complacent. You don't become frustrated. You have to learn how to trust God. Trust him in the process. I think that becomes the most, uh, for me, the most awesome thing now that I've gotten older is when I look back now and I get through a situation, because life's going to continue to happen to you. It's part of the growth process. When you get through one thing, there's something else because God is constantly growing you. That's discipleship. You're constantly becoming disciplined in multiple areas. But when I look back and and I say, okay, you know what? I'm not going to pout in this situation. I'm not going to get discouraged in this situation. You start to make it through your life's lessons and your your attitude is better. That's what I like now. My attitude is better. You know, my attitude doesn't stink. I'm staying the course with a glad attitude. I remember my spiritual dad would always tell me, you know, your attitude is what's important. It's the attitude that you take when you're going through things. You know, can God trust you in this and your attitude? You should be able to do it gladly. So that's something I think about and I try to marinate on when I'm meditating on the scriptures day and night, you know, am I doing this gladly or am I just moaning and murmuring and complaining as God is taking me through this process? So I want you as you're staying this course and you're being processed for purpose in this season, check your attitude. Are you going through it gladly? Are you trusting the father? He said he's not going to do anything to hurt or harm you. He's going to work the plan to completion. It's going to be, it's working out for your good anyways. You're going to benefit. But are you having a positive attitude in this? Now back to the Galatians in Galatians 6 and 9, it says, let us not become weary in our well-doing that you will reap in due season. What does that mean to reap in due season? That means that this might not be an overnight success. I sure know I'm not no overnight success. Now, I don't know about you. Some of y'all out there might be an overnight success, but I know good and well, I'm not an overnight success. There's been a lot of challenges with me and trying to get me to where I'm at today and I'm still not done. God is still working what I call the kinks out of me. And I can look back and remember there were some times when I was complacent. And that's something that I want to talk about for a couple moments with you guys. Don't become complacent. It's a dangerous place to be especially as a Christian, and you say, okay, Miss Colorful Day, what does it mean to be complacent? Being complacent is becoming overly content. That means you're just content. You're not critical. You're not anything. You're just blah. You're just there. There's no growth. You're just, you're just there. And when there's no growth, it's like stagnant water. So anything could be attracted to you. Mosquitoes It's just, you're just there. That's not a good place to be because as a Christian, we should be always increasing positively because some of us are increasing, but it's negatively, but we should be increasing and that should be positively becoming more Christ-like, you know, drawing people unto our light so that they would want to be saved because he, he gave us the great commission. So we should be uh, going out you know, making fissures of men. That's our job. So it's dangerous to be in that place. So I challenge you on today is four principles that I want you to hinge yourself on as you stay your course in this hour. The first one is to focus on you. Every man has to work out his own salvation. That's the word of God. Focus on you. Don't focus on your friends. Don't focus on your, focus on you. You have to work out your own salvation. God wants to spend time with you. He wants to grow you. Each person has their own plan and destiny with God. Number two, don't compare yourself to other people. Galatians 6 and 4 is clear on that. Apostle Paul tells us don't compare yourself to other people. Don't look to the left. Don't look to the right. You're at work, your family, your friends. Don't compare yourself to them. God has a plan specifically for them, and he has a plan specifically for you. Number three. I want you to look to God for your strength. The word of God tells us to look to the hills from which cometh our help. Our help comes from God. Look to God for your help. He's your provider. He's your Jehovah Jireh. He wants to help you. God wants to be needed. He's a jealous God who provide for you. He wants you to stay the course. He says, stay the course. He's going to bless you. So look to him to provide for you as you stay the course. Number four, and this is the last principle when I'm closing. Meditate on the scriptures day and night. In Joshua 1 and 8, he told him to meditate on the scriptures day and night. In order for you to be able to make it in the season, you must meditate on the scriptures day and night. You study to show yourself approved, but you must meditate on those scriptures day and night. And that doesn't mean uh, you got to go through some full on ritual. I'm just saying you're in the shower, that scripture, that devotion that you get in the morning. Just think about it. Let it marinate in your spirit. Just like when you're cooking and you marinate some meat, you just let it soak in the refrigerator. Just let it soak in your spirit. You don't got to get all deep. Just let it marinate in your spirit so that you can just, uh, Let revelation come forth. Let it speak to you in a special way. And now I'm closing. Again, today's topic was stay the course. Don't grow weary in your well-doing. I don't know what you're battling with, but I'm challenging you on today. Stay the course so that you can reap in due season. I'll be praying for you guys. Oh, gracious heavenly father, God, just bless Every podcaster that's listening on today, bless their families going right now, God. You know where each and every one of them stand in need of, God. From the crown of their head to the soles of their feet, God, let the anointing have free course. We ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. And if you haven't listened to the other podcasts, I challenge you to go back. Listen to them. Allow them to grow you in this hour. And until next time, I will see you on the next podcast.